Are you comfortable? Do you have snacks? Is your phone on Do Not Disturb? Are your listening ears on? (laughs) 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 Okay. (laughs) Well, welcome to all of our listeners to Heckin' Gay with with a little asterisk for the E because that's, we don't swear here. Um, I'm Ari Nui Anderson. And I'm Abby Clayton. And I just am so honored to welcome you to this wonderful podcast. Uh, it has been a month in the making because we <laughs> have been planning everything out. Um, but I'm super excited. I'm a, are you are you excited, Abby? Yes. I'm, yes. I'm very excited. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm shaking. I'm <laughs> Okay, so Hecking Gay is a podcast affiliated with USGA, but is not representative of the group as a whole. So our opinions are our own. Our own, yes. We we have a lot of differing opinions within USGA, but honestly, like we're very open to everyone. We're politically neutral. We are spiritually open to, to wherever you are in the church. And, you know, we just we just want to foster a community of uh, LGBTQ slash SSA students at BYU because it's 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 hard sometimes, you know? Yeah, it's good. It is hard sometimes. But we on this podcast want to focus on people and fun things and do crazy things and share funny stories. And yes. It's going to be good. It's going to be so much fun. I'm just, I'm so excited to see where this goes. Anyway, so I guess we should introduce ourselves a little bit more. So I'm Otter Nui Anderson, but most people call me Otter, and most people will refer to me as Otter in the podcast. Let's see, I'm like really, really gay. Like really, really gay. I came out to myself when I was 12. Um, It was a great time. Uh, came out to my first friend soon after that and slowly started coming out to a bunch of my other friends. Came out to my parents when I was 16. Um, that was in the middle of an anxiety attack, which was not fun. Mm. But, you know, it kind of made my relationship with my parents a lot better. And now, like, my dad, like, he's a YSA bishop and talks to me about, like, LGBT issues and a bunch of other stuff like that. And my mom, like, defends me. <laughs> Like all the time, and it's great. I don't love her, and yeah, I can't really. Oh, I'm a stats major. <laughs> don't only want to talk about the gay things. <laughs> I'm a stats major at BYU. I'm a junior, gonna graduate next April, so April 2019, and not 2018, because that would be way too, way too soon. Yeah, this is the first podcast I've been on, so <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> And yeah, so Abby, how about how about you tell us about yourself a little bit? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um so yes, my name is Abby. I am a social sciences teaching major and a women's studies minor and I am bisexual. Um I guess if we're doing a little bit of story time, I came out to myself approximately two months before I left on my mission and um, I was 21 years old so a bit of a late bloomer (laughs) Um, and yeah so it's been a wild ride since then I um, will be done with classes in December and then do my student teaching next winter Um, 
and I am really excited to do this podcast just because I think it's a fun time to like get to know people and be able to just chat and drink tea and (laughs) talk about things that are like all important to all of us in our own lives and it's going to be really fun. It's going to be so good. I'm so excited. Also, I forgot to mention we're drinking tea right now because tea is amazing. And, and we're also, classy. And we're classy. And also, I am very, very, very sick. And my voice doesn't usually sound like this. But it is today. So. And it's fine. You know, I have a question for you, Otter. Oh, oh are we doing the, the quick fire yeah. round of questions? Yes. Okay. So I have a question. Okay. Um, <sighs> What... Would be a minor superpower of yours if you could have any of them. So I, I think okay. I've I've talked at length <laughs> <laughs> to to people about this. Um, I think it would be like if I were in a car and like basically just making all the lights on my route green. Oh, that would be amazing. That would it's like such a minor thing, right? Like it's just tiny. And, like, it's just a tiny little thing that makes my day a little bit better. But it's good. Can I ask you the same question? Yes. Okay. Of course. So. A minor superpower. Um, this is probably major. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I'll be the judge of that. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it too major to um, be able to change the weather so when I'm sad that yes. I can. Damn it. Because <laughs> you're talking about Storm. <laughs> or, uh, is that I what her name think, is? I think so. I think that's her name. In, in um, I'm sorry, I'm gay. I didn't do X-Men, I didn't do comics. <laughs> right? Isn't that isn't Storm yeah, an X-Men? X-Men? Okay, fine. A minor superpower would be to never lose my phone. I always know where that it is. is hella. That's a really good one. Thank you. Thanks. Like Oh my gosh, you would save like a ton of money because I'm I'm assuming that like everyone loses their phone like once. Yeah. Well, and a lot of time too. Yeah. Trying to find it. Uh huh. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Three words to describe yourself. (laughs) I was gonna ask you that one. Um, three words to describe myself. Um. Oh, (laughs) dang it! Wait. (laughs) I was gonna I was gonna be like anxious, funny, and anxiously funny. Um. Let's see. Yeah, that could work. I, well, anxious, yes. <laughs> it's true. I mean, sure. they're all true. Um, f- uh, humorous. I liked. I like humor and things mm-hmm. a lot. And um, oh, what's the? It, it's kind of not the same thing, but like wearing my heart on my sleeve. What, uh, just like emotional. Emotional. Yeah, emotional. Okay, anxious, humorous, and emotional. There nice. we go. That's a really good three. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I think they're really interesting. Nice. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Okay. My three would be to describe myself using three words. I would do Target, T-shirts, and <laughs> alliteration. I don't know. I'm Does trying to think of another one. Target, T-shirts, and <laughs> Target, T-shirts, and Tiaros. Target t-shirts and tea. Tea. Yes. Meaning either other people's drama or drinking tea. Either of them will work. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to ask you a question now. Okay. Um, what fashion trend do you not get? Oh, um, okay. 
I do not get... Oh, I was just having a conversation about this. <laughs> um, I do not get tight joggers. Tight joggers. That doesn't make sense. No, I I know because exactly. Joggers, are joggers supposed, aren't supposed, supposed to be, be they're supposed baggy. To be like baggy yeah. yeah, but lots of people wear them really tight, and it doesn't make sense because they should just wear leggings if they want to wear something tight, or they should wear late um, or they should wear joggers the way that they were meant to be worn. It's just dumb. I understand. Yes. Okay, fashion trend. Um, I don't understand. Overalls. Really? I okay, like. But they can be so cute sometimes. They can, and I and, like I enjoy it when they are cute. But sometimes, like, I see it on guys, I'm just like, no. <laughs> I just, mm. I, for some reason, I just don't like it when I, on certain people. I guess, I just don't understand. Why you want to look like a farmer? Yes. Yeah. I can see that. But also, it looks so good on a lot of people. So, it's just like, it's fine. And I, I'm assuming, like, even with, like, the, the joggers, with the the tight joggers, I assume that. They, like people look nice in them too it's mm, just... I don't know. okay what would you say is korea's biggest threat <laughs> uh j-pop oh my gosh no i was wait what's the difference between j-pop and k-pop honestly uh the language and oh I'm no, just I'm, no, um, no no okay no yeah but like why would j-pop be a threat to korea just because j-pop is gonna be more popular than k-pop maybe because I, mean, I was like... gonna say that k-pop is the biggest threat for like north korea Huh? Okay, pop like, is the biggest yeah. threat for North Korea. <laughs> yes, because they're popular talking, and cool. Are we cool. talking about North Korea here? No, I don't know. We just you just put Korea, I, so it could be North or South. Combine Korea. I have a list of questions <laughs> that we're literally just picking stuff off of, um, and one of them just says, "All it says is Korea's biggest threat." So it could be it's open it to interpretation. Anything, it could yeah. be anything. <laughs> So J-pop and K-pop. J-pop and K-pop. Okay. I agree. I think J-pop uh, at, for Korea as a whole. I'm just I'm more of a fan of J-pop. I took Japanese for three years in high school, oh. and I like absolutely loved like J-pop and just like watching it and listening to it because it's like super quirky and like super like out there, but it's just it's like really good music. And I just, okay, okay, but the song that I'm thinking of. With it's Anna Kendrick and I can't remember the K-pop group, so this is probably <laughs> like not very nice of me. Um, it's called Electric Shock, and I just only did it because I was on like a big Anna Kendrick binge mm -hmm. for a while, and just like watched all videos of Anna Kendrick <laughs> and got obsessed with this video. I mean, yeah, with these K-pop girls that invited Anna to be in their video. It's you know if you like Anna Kendrick, it's really good. But I love Anna Kendrick. She's so cute. She, oh, my God. Have you seen Pitch Perfect 3? No. Oh, my God. You need to. Because no, because so... the second one wasn't good. And so I just you figured You didn't think the, the second no. one was good? Okay. Out of the three. Oh. <laughs> this is okay. Be this is getting serious. This is be contentious <laughs> oh, among no. us. Um, out of the three Pitch Perfects. And you know what? Unpopular opinion. I don't really care. Second one is my favorite. What? Yes. No. The second one was not as good as the first one because the <clears throat> songs were not as good. It was and it was just boring. It, it was not as good as the first one. The first what? one's way better. I definitely thought the, the second one songs were like a lot better. And just because... Maybe I think the choreography. The, chore the choreography <laughs> wasn't as good for sure. The choreography was not as good for Thank sure. But you. then they also had like that huge German group. I love yeah. das, das Sound Machine. That's what mm. they call DSM. Das Sound Machine. I was in <laughs> love with them for the really? longest time. Also, 
um this is this is the gay side of me coming out uh, the the last oh oh oops oh you unplugged it on accident sorry for the interruption right there we uh had some technical difficulties uh the <laughs> the cord got pulled out <laughs> from our mic from one of our microphones and it was it was, it was all right it's all it's all g um but i was about to talk about my gay moment uh so in pitch perfect 2 at the end there's this guy named flula who's on youtube and i love him like absolutely but he like got like really muscular for <laughs> for this uh for this role and in the end he had like this mesh shirt on while he was dancing and i, I was that. about it i was like <laughs> i was watching it and i was just like hot got like hot damn mm. oh man i just i want like that <laughs> i want to pull off a mesh shirt there we go ah there you go yes. yeah yeah you want to see what it looks like on the floor <laughs> nice mesh shirt Whoops. would look better on my bathroom floor bedroom floor either i, I mean know. either one really matter. works yeah i don't know i don't know how that um, works <laughs> we're, a tra- we're, okay. we're a family friendly podcast okay so um, <laughs> i think that's good for the getting to know you questions i think wait no uh oh, you want to do one more i want to do one more um Oh, two more. One, black clothes. How do you feel about them? I love black clothes. I Same. often wear all black. I want to wear all black all the time. And I just got another pair of black jeans that like actually fit. It's been like three years. Since you I know what, Otter? Them. One day we should both wear all black while we were recording. And just, <laughs> just for fun so we can match. Just- <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> okay, so we're both fans of black clothes. Yes. Okay. And then the, other, the last one was uh, if you could get a yacht, what would you call it? Oh. I want to I know. Um, um, spill the tea. Shoot. You know, I don't know. The first thing that's actually coming to my mind is like the SS Esperanza or, <laughs> or like the SS Emerald. I don't know. Oh, I have no, no idea. <laughs> okay. But my actual real goal for uh-huh. having a yacht is to make it like look like a pirate ship. And they're really cool. And like have a mermaid on the front and like have black sails to switch out for fun. So and have it be like all old looking but it's actually a really nice yacht interesting thing um like one goals but two so my name Arenui means big wave in tahitian oh. and in indonesia there is this big like luxury cruise line that like literally only takes like 50 people a year or something mm-hmm. like that and like it looks like a pirate ship and it like it um, has like really nice cabins and like there's like activities and they like sail around like the indian uh ocean and it's like really 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 nice and i like want to go there and be like this has the same name as me let me go there for free (laughs) thus i should be on this ship this is my ship (laughs) it has my name on it okay so we talked a little bit about what usga is yes but to circle back usga is um a club that is not affiliated with BYU. Yes, officially. we're unofficially a BYU club. But it is mainly BYU students <coughs> um, and mm. the greater community, including like some UVU students, if they want to come. Anyone yes, can come. But primarily we are for BYU students. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, we cater mainly to them. And USGA is a, a safe space for people to come and be part of the LGBTQ plus community and have fun and get to know people and um be 
friends. I don't know. I don't know really? No, saying. like, actually, though, like, we, like I said previously, we, we try to foster a community of LGBTQ people so that, like, you don't feel alone at school, essentially. Like, yeah. you're not, like, you, you can have a community where you can go, you can talk about your issues, you can talk about anything you really want and just, like, have fun. Like, my, all my roommates are gay. And um, we all, uh, like, met at USGA, essentially. And it's it's just so nice because I can come home, I can complain about something <laughs> that a professor said or that, uh, that, like, a student said. And, like, we can just all relate to each other's experience. And it's just, like, really comfortable. And, like, I've, I've, I've been comfortable in, like, other apartments, but nothing like living with gay people. And it's just, it's so nice, honestly. I don't know. How, how has your experience at USGA been for you? Um, USGA for me has been really fun because um, I've met a lot of fun people mm-hmm. and have always felt like it was a place of like open arms for whatever you're going through and whoever you are that we um, just embrace you and yeah. bring you in. And that has been really helpful um, for me and for lots of other people. So I think it's a really good place for most people. Like, yeah. I can't be prescriptive about it, but... Yeah, like, it, it definitely, like... I feel like a lot of people can get something, like, yeah. from it. If anything, friends. Yeah. So, that's what USGA is. And we um, are involved we, in yes, it. And we are very, happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh... Oh, I, I don't think I mentioned, I currently serve on the community oh, yeah. committee, uh, which is, we are the party committee. We just, we just make parties. We try and like have fun events and, um, yeah. And the reason I'm on this podcast is because I started thinking about the idea like forever ago. And then, um, actually this kind of leads into what your committee is about. So I'll, I'll let you talk about that. So I am on the PR slash history committee and, um, I have been, listening to podcasts for years and love it and just wanted to include that as part of usga's pr so then um i was told that otter had like already been thinking about podcast things and i was like oh perfect someone who are who also like oddly <laughs> loves podcasts and wants to do stuff so we just joined forces to mm-hmm. bring this podcast to you yeah and it's it's great you know we got got uh microphones <laughs> loaned from the library <laughs> and uh got recording on our two of our computers but you know we're gonna make it work and it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun it's gonna be good anyway so um to to go further about like usga and about being gay at byu uh we kind of wanted to go through like a brief history of byu byu and usga um some of the stuff in it is like really like wtf like what the heck byu some of it is just like okay that's really cool but you know like i would also like keep in mind that this history starts in like 1960s and the atmosphere for gay people in 1960s was really like hostile and like not, not a lot of people like would accept themselves there weren't a lot of people that were really out and like public about it so i, I think a lot of the history does kind of reflect that um, not to, I'm not excusing the behavior, but it, it's just kind of framing it. <clears throat> it represents the broader society of the time too. Yeah. And like the, um, overarching things, situations and experiences that were 
happening and the conversations that were being had in the United States at the time too. Right. And BYU and Utah County were having those discussions and it was just um, difficult for it was, some people. Yes. <laughs> um, like, so I guess we're going to just start in uh, 1965 uh, when BYU president uh, Ernest Wilkinson, i.e. the Wilkinson Student Center, who it's named after, uh, he gave a devotional talk uh, that basically was trying to get people to kind of reject like worldly views um, and like the liberal ad- atmosphere that was kind of developing in the 1960s, especially with hippies and with like uh, long hair, long, <laughs> long hair and beards. <laughs> um, and just there's a little quote in it where he references homosexuals, where he says, um, nor do we intend to admit to our campus any homosexuals. If any of you have this tendency and have not completely abandoned it, may I suggest that you leave the university immediately after this assembly? Um, then he goes on to uh, say a little bit about, like, if they come into the admissions office and, like, truthfully say what they're leaving for, then they'll just refund him, refund them the tuition, which at the time was $320. Mm-hmm. Um, and, wow, then he, and then he nice. finished it. Oh, yeah. Right. And he finishes it by saying, uh, we do not want others on this campus to be contaminated by your presence. Which, wow. <laughs> That's kind of like... Uh, that's kind of a big thing to say. Just like, do you, you don't want people on the campus to be contaminated by homosexuals. As if you could like catch it. Like exactly. I sneeze on like, you and all of well, a sudden you're gay. It's even the part where he's just like, if you have this tendency and have not completely abandoned it. Like, of course, at the time they thought that it was just like a, like a lifestyle choice. Like they're just, yeah, they're just going to randomly like choose to be homosexual. But, um. Yeah, it's kind of insane. And it kind of led from there to uh, what most people uh, colloquially, colloquially, colloquial, colloquially, colloquially, yes, uh, refer to as the BYU witch hunts, where essentially gay students were outing other gay students because they were trying to stay on campus because they'd been caught by the honor code office. And essentially, like, there, there were detailed fire files kept on students suspected of homosexuality and like they were trying to find other students and it just they were turning each other in and it was just not like a good time to be gay at BYU. And then after that, shortly thereafter, um, they started doing reparative therapy. Which is the same as electroshock therapy, right? Or is that different? Well, no, those are different. Well, we're like I would say that reparative therapy is like the big balloon over everything, oh, big, okay. the big umbrella. Okay. And electroshock therapy is like one Part means of, of doing that. Okay. Yeah. So shortly thereafter, they started doing experiments with electroshock therapy for <laughs> gay students at BYU. Um, so a lot of them had like um, confessed to having. Tendency, homosexual tendencies, yeah, yeah, homosexual tendencies. So um, there's a professor who did these experiments, and they came in and viewed explicit pornographic images of men and women and sent um, electric currents to the students' bodies, particularly their genitals. And... Um, when they had the pictures of women, they were like, 
encouraged to feel arousal and when it was men they were shocked so it was supposed to like cure people of being gay well i guess it was supposed to cure men of being gay um but it was super dangerous and they you know had to sign a lot of paperwork saying that like we don't know if this is really going to work this could hurt your body but we're going to do it anyway mm-hmm. and um there were a lot of people that um, went through the experiments but there was never any conclusive evidence that it actually helped any of them yeah and just added to the overall like fear and um just difficult experiences that gay students at BYU in the 70s were going through and shows an interesting perspective and I mean interesting in like a sad way of what was happening um in America at the mm-hmm. time and specifically in a ultra conservative space like Utah County like Utah County and BYU yeah um so that happened around in the in in the 70s early 70s late 70s uh so it's it it's kind of interesting to see it in contrast to what BYU is like now um especially with USGA so in 2007 uh there, there's a lot of people that actually don't know this but pre- uh, prior to 2007 you could actually be kicked out of BYU for identifying yourself as gay or uh homosexual but and advocating for and that advocating too. also um but in 2007 the BYU administration um after getting questions from students they decided to change the honor code where instead of saying like advocacy of a homosexual lifestyle or any behaviors that indicated homosexual contact including those not sexual in nature are inappropriate and violate the honor code they changed it to say that brigham young university will respond to homosexual behavior rather than to feelings orientation so essentially from 2007 on you could identify as being gay um you just couldn't act on those feelings uh, as as essentially how the rule it works out now um there was also a stipulation where you couldn't technically advocate like you, you couldn't be a part of a gay advocacy group um but that changed in uh, 2010 when uh, usga was founded by uh, five students uh, because they wanted to create a space essentially to what usga is now create a space for gay students to meet in open um in an open area and discuss their issues that they they've been having and within about a year the group grew from five members to about 40 to 60 attendees each meeting so and then um in 2012 which was my freshman year at byu that was your freshman year mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i feel young my freshman year was 2015 Whoa, oh my gosh <laughs> i'm so old i need to graduate well i mean like you went on a mission so like yeah that, that's true that gives it yeah thanks it also just has taken me a long time to <laughs> do my major anyway so yes 2012 was my freshman year and i remember the it gets better videos I do. And I actually do too because I um was like keeping track of like all this gay Mormon stuff and just like mm. randomly one day I like typed into Google gay BYU Mormon because I was thinking about college wow. and stuff and then the it gets better videos come up. Anyway, continue. You can. So um these videos and this was also mind you before I 
knew that I was not straight. So why I, like, I cared so much about these videos and was like, oh, wow, these people. And, <laughs> and little did I know that. Foreshadowing. Like why I didn't ever, like, re- recognize then that I was one of them. <laughs> um, anyway, so these videos were um, BYU students just saying that, like, um, it gets better and that like everything is going to work out and it's okay and like it's okay that things are difficult and like we recognize that there's like complexity in the human experience that um causes us to have sadness sometimes and like that's okay and that it is gonna get better so these videos were shared a ton and it um it garnered a lot of a uh, lot of attention. attention yeah yes like tons the, of attention yeah. so that brings us <clears throat> to where usga is now yes a thriving community of queers and <laughs> it's fun queers and otherwise yes we have uh, we have lots of people come to our meetings i am actually uh, one of the responsibilities of community committee is to keep track of how many people come every single uh, meeting and consistently we we get about 60 to 70 people during fall winter semester and um for our really big meetings like our panels and like really important discussions uh we get about 160 people or more really because it like we just we we try to cover all our bases basically we we have like culture we have history we have like even like not just mormon history but gay history and we just try to have a have a good time really and and just try to enlighten the community as a whole yeah so with um that's where usga is and otter and i as podcast hosts and producers (laughs) our goal for this is just to create like a fun really like a fun and uplifting uh what's the word atmosphere atmosphere and also product Mm -hmm. for people who are part of the lgbtq plus community in any way shape or form yes or anyone who wants to learn more about it in like a funny kind of way so our goal for this podcast is to have people talking about their experiences and like the things that they're into and their stories and like we'll play games and we'll (laughs) chat a lot and we want it to be um a good thing that people look forward to and that mm-hmm. we focus on like good and happy things while also recognizing that not all of life is good and happy. Yes. And and as I mean, as you could tell, like half of this podcast was really depressing stuff about like electroshock therapy and how much Wilkinson sucks <laughs> in that context. <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we just we're just trying to make it, you know, fun and like kind of almost distract people from their day-to-day stuff so that they can just kind of sit down and chill out with us that's all that's all i really want too yeah so we just invite people to listen and send us your suggestions and feedback and we're really excited to see where this passion project goes yes it's gonna be really fun yes i'm very excited so we have to do one more question yes this this is a very important question and we are going to ask every single person who is on this podcast this question yes about their fries and how they eat them do you put is it just ketchup what's the question do you put ketchup on the side or on top right yes those are the two options that we're gonna give people or well i mean like they can just go further because 
Okay. So uh, the reason why this question came up is because we were making the survey for our um, just to see like what the climate is like about the po- about a podcast. And at the end of it, we decided to put a, just a really random fries question to see like how people like their fries, if they have uh, ketchup on the top, if they have ketchup on the side, or if they don't eat it with ketchup, or if they just eat ketchup, <laughs> <laughs> or, or like, um, there's like really anything about fries. So I guess it's just like, how do you eat your fries? Just... Oh, very particularly. Very particularly. Yes, with like a certain number of fries in my hand at a time. And then I have to dip it into, I have to dip it into ketchup. Like putting it on top is That's insane just, to me. That's so crazy. It's just chaotic. It's, it is chaotic. It's chaotic. I good agree. With ketchup, yeah. but it's just, it's still chaotic. I agree. Um, me personally, I, you know, it really depends on the mood. Um, if it's with ketchup, definitely on the side. Because if you put it on top, it gets all soggy. Right. And it's just, it's disgusting. It's like little floppy pieces of potato. No, thank you. Gross. But if we're talking like poutine, like with, have you heard poutine? Like, you know what oh, poutine yeah. is? No, I know what poutine is. If you don't know what poutine is, it's like fries and then cheese curds and gravy. So, really like, the good. cheese just melts, like, into the fries, and you just get the gravy yeah. all over everything. But it's, like, very obvious. It's a dish that you have to eat with a fork, and yes. it's, like, on top. Right. That is, yeah, for so, sure. So, I mean, like, I love poutine. And if I if someone... <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. <laughs> I love I poutine. I love poutine. I love poutine. <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> is she single? <laughs> Um, no, but I love poutine so much. And like, if someone gave me the option between like fries with ketchup and poutine, I would very much go with the poutine because it's so good. Interesting. So now we have to ascribe our responses to the alignment system, which if you don't know what it is, please look it up because it's hilarious. It's mainly used for like TV tropes and stuff, but we're going to use it for this because, um, why not? It's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. Um, so, so definitely fries with ketchup on the side is chaotic or not chaotic good. It's lawful, lawful good. good. Definitely. Yeah. That's for sure. Yep. And then on top is chaotic good. Chaotic good. Yes. So, um, that just leaves poutine. Where does poutine? I think poutine I think might be lawful. Tr- don't you think? Lawful neutral. I would think that it's like chaotic neutral. Oh, like, definitely, like, because it has, like, stuff on top, which is, like, kind of, like, a chaotic thing to do. Yeah. It's chaotic because it's... it's Canadian. <laughs> oh. <Just kidding. laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> In the context of talking about fries with ketchup. Yes. Then poutine would be chaotic. That would be chaotic, yes. And, oh, I was I was just thinking it was chaotic because it was on top. Mm. So, it was, like, kind of messy. That, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think chaotic neutral. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. As long as no one's just eating straight ketchup. Yeah. yeah. That is, that's chaotic that's scary. evil. That's yeah. <laughs> Very anyway. scary. We question that. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys. It's been an honor, a pleasure. It's been fun. Please, you know, approach, approach us. We're, you know, we're just, we're people like you. So... <laughs> Stars, they're just like us. No, the gays, they're just like us. They're, we're just like you guys. Come on, just uh, send us uh, 
your suggestions. Just let us know. Okay? Alright. I guess just to sign off, God bless America. And, and God, God bless, bless the, the gays. gays. <laughs>